Life is messy, our minds are messy, success is blinking messy. Join me, Charlotte Hopkins, on the Gloriously Messy Me podcast, where I'm opening up hearts, minds, and souls to navigate life's unique messiness. Exploring identity, culture, belonging, and success, I, along with some phenomenal special guests, will be sharing my own experiences, as well as impactful theories and top tips on how I help people unleash their incredible potential to take courageous action and build a life that they love. Okay, let's get on to today's episode. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back. I am, as usual, super excited to be here. Um, okay, today's a really interesting topic, and it wasn't really the topic I was planning on recording today, but I had a really interesting kind of period of self-reflection yesterday, and thinking about all of the people that I've worked with over the last few weeks, maybe some of those people who are friends, those people who are just around me, really. And I wanted to talk about some of the common signs I see amongst people who maybe don't feel like they are embracing their messiness in life, but absolutely should be and should be proud of the messiness that they're embracing. And I just thought it was a really great podcast episode. So here I am talking about other people's messiness, but also what I see from the outside looking in. So I guess, where do I start? Lots of the time over the the last few, certainly the last few years, I've heard lots of people talking about, I wish I was. So you can insert in here whatever you want to. So I wish I was confident. I wish I was strong. I wish I was focused. I wish, I wish, I wish. So we hear a lot of that I wish and a lot of I don't have and a lot of if only this happened. There's a lot of reflecting back and hoping for things to happen. And when I reflect and look at that kind of messiness that happens in life, then more often than not, we're focusing on everything that we're not. And we're really missing all of that juicy, blinking amazingness that we have inside us. So when I was reflecting back over this and really not only thinking about my own journey, but the people that I work with from um, a consultancy perspective and also from the success coaching that I do with people, I realized that there were some commonalities. And that first one was that you're likely to be more courageous than you realize. And courage is a big word, isn't it? Courage is something that we, you know, we think has to be big, grand gestures. The reality is that for lots of people, they're living a courageous life on a daily basis. Um, those people who speak up for themselves when they don't really want to, those people getting themselves out of bed when life just feels really shitty, those people who are, you know, getting the kids ready for school or turning up to work into a job that they hate, that courage is, you know, really really brave and strong and forthright and probably more courageous than little old me setting up a podcast. So one of my close friends um, sent me this most beautiful, beautiful bunch of flowers and a little card just saying how proud of me she was. And that's kind of what kickstarted this, this whole thought process. And um, when I reflect back on 
some of the things that she has in her life, she shows bravery and courageousness every single day. And I was reflecting back on a client that I'm working with and they hate their job, absolutely hate their job. And they go in every single day and they'll often say to me, oh, you're so brave. You've, you know, you set up your own business. That's not brave. There is an element of bravery and I'm not taking that away from it. But actually the courageous thing is turning up to a job that you absolutely hate and then speaking up for yourself, even when you don't want to. Those small micro or what are perceived as micro courageousness actions, I think that's terrible grammar, apologies for that. But those small things that are you know, perceived as just daily grind really often show absolute sparks of bravery on a daily, daily basis. So, you know, the first thing for me to say is when you're looking at embracing your messiness and, you know, what life's about, the first thing is to really appreciate how courageous you are and realize how brave those daily things might be. Um, Don't take them for granted. The second thing I've actually specifically put, you speak your mind. And this is a call out, especially to a lot of the females that I work with. And I definitely am of the era where I grew up, where we were um, just on the cusp of, you know, I was definitely somebody from the lad culture, um, but I also that kind of like drinking pints and we can keep up with the boys and all that kind of stuff. But I was still on that seesaw ride of ladylike and demure and you know girls are expected to conform to this certain standard so when I look at the ability to speak my mind and voice my opinion um I don't think anybody would say that I'm not particularly shy or forthcoming with my opinion but a lot of the people that I work with really genuinely believe that they um shouldn't be speaking their minds or that they need to keep quiet because their voice isn't something that matters and actually when I talk to them one of the things I love most about the work that I do is absolutely it's such a lie because all of the people I work with pretty much 99.9% of the people I work with absolutely have a voice they absolutely speak up when they don't believe in something they absolutely are forthright in what they um feel and think and very very rarely are they somebody who doesn't um, share that if they feel that there's an injustice so we often think that we're a certain way. And I remember thinking that I was really wishy-washy and that I was, you know, a bit soft. And I remember a colleague of mine saying, you are anything but. She said, you're quite scary sometimes. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not scary. I don't think I'm scary. But I wasn't really seeing what I was was seeing. And, you know, we only often look at the areas that we want to develop instead of the areas that maybe we absolutely already have strengths in. We don't do this enough. We don't look at our strengths enough. And one of the things I realized is that when I am passionate about something and when I strongly believe in something, I'm actually quite, you know, scary. (laughs) Scary is the word. So I want you to think back and and actually look at the times where you might think that you haven't spoken your mind, but most of the people that I spend time with 
absolutely are known for being quite forthright in their opinions. There are also people that don't give up easily. Now I've worked with single parents. I've worked with people who like, experience discrimination on a daily basis. I work with people who have really tough jobs, jobs that are demanding, that are emotionally draining, that are rewarding, absolutely. Um, but I work with people who on a daily basis have challenges to their being and they don't give up easily. So those people who have to get up and deal with a teenager, anybody that's got teenagers know that they're not the easiest to work with. Um, but, you know, if you're a single parent, having to navigate that on your own or co-parent is always a challenge. Um, but people don't give up. Sometimes, you know, there'll be times when you will have thought, that's it, I'm just going to walk away and I'm never coming back. I know that there will be times where you will think, gosh, why am I experiencing um, these kind of microaggressions because of the color of my skin or because of my hair texture or because I, I have got, you know, I'm sat in a wheelchair. So when we look at those, those daily grinds, the people that I work with and the people that are often surrounded by me, uh, by, around me are absolutely people that don't give up easily so again I want you to really think about when the going's got tough in your life when have you stayed because you're bloody still here and you're listening and you're watching and you are you know hopefully really resonating with the fact that you've had tough stuff happen in your life and you might be going through really challenging stuff right now but you haven't given up. You've plowed through that. And I'm a really strong believer that we don't know the strength that we have until we need it. And if you're sat here listening to this podcast, the chances are you've probably gone through a lot, yet you're still here. And that's where your personal capital really kicks in. That not giving up easily, that is like a mantra to life that you probably haven't necessarily appreciated. Number four, I find people are often really financially dependent, whether they want to be or not. Um, if you're not somebody who has an ability to go and ask mum and dad or, or relies on other people to provide for you financially, then, you know, that shows that you're embracing messiness. Finances are really tough right now. And I think there's a real drive for us to really think about how skint we are and I'm not saying life is easy for for everybody listening because I know it's not but actually the reality is that you're probably financially doing okay and you might not necessarily have the income that you want you might not have the disposable income that you want but the likelihood is you're paying your bills you're coping financially you're being able to keep a roof over your head you're putting food on the table and you might be that might be a struggle but my goodness me right now if you're in that position you absolutely should be proud because to just be able to wake up every day and be able to eat food to have a roof over your head to maybe put the heating on thank goodness the summer is coming but to be able to have hot water those things are absolutely a privilege right now and they shouldn't be, but they really are. So if you're in that position and you maybe have a bit left over to be able to, you know, occasionally buy 
little bottle of wine or to be have a takeaway or to buy a new pair of shoes then I think it's about appreciating really how amazing you are to be able to stand on your own two feet and have that independence financially and then finally the last one was really difficult I could have gone on and on and on but to be able to just find five signs that you're embracing your mess um, and really why you should be proud was quite difficult to get down to five but the fifth one is all about recognizing boundaries now I work with somebody who definitely we've worked on how to build those boundaries um, especially in work, but also with with the family dynamics as well. And one of the things that we've really, really worked hard on is that recognizing the right to have boundaries, to be able to say no, to be able to understand what's good, you know, emotionally as well as physically. So having those well-being needs met and having those boundaries are really, really important. Um, it took me a little while to be able to say no. I'm not somebody who easily says no to a lot of people. Um, and I'm definitely on that journey. Um, I'm still that person who usually says yes. If somebody says, can I pick your brains? I'm usually somebody who says yes on a lot of things when I don't always want to, to socialize, for example. So looking at those boundaries is a really important part of embracing our mess. And this can be really challenging. So, you know, most of us probably have experienced some level of trauma, whether that's capital T trauma or whether that's little t trauma. But we've probably had experiences around stress and things that don't necessarily align with what we feel um, is good for our well-being. And a lot of the people that I work with are able to really establish those healthy relationships and really start to put in place those guidelines, if you like, those rules to life um, that are really about embracing and protecting our time and space. Now, they're not brilliant at it. And I think it's a fluid and flexible process. I think it's always evolving. It's like a piece of elastic, isn't it? That grows and snaps back. But having boundaries and being able to recognize your right to having boundaries is a really important part to embracing your mess. So then my five things, being more courageous. And the likelihood is you are being more courageous than you absolutely give yourself credit for. Being able to speak your mind even when you don't want to, to voice your opinion and speak up when you believe in something really strongly is also a brilliant sign that you're embracing your messiness. Not giving up easily. I guarantee there will be things every single day that you can be grateful for, whether that's you didn't strangle the kids, whether that's you didn't quit your job, whether it, it's that you didn't drown yourself in a bottle of wine, whichever it is that you didn't give up easily. The fact that you're probably financially dependent, uh, sorry, financially independent, absolutely is a sign that you are embracing your mess. And of course, finally, the ability to build boundaries and recognize that you have a right to say no and recognize your rights to have boundaries is a really important part. So what I want you to do, I want you to take a moment to reflect on how you are really navigating what you perceive as the messiness in your life. I want you to really think about those five things and, and really think about how um, they impact your personal capital and how they really support you to embrace your messiness.